Alright, three, two, one. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to Nerd Stuff with Ian 2.0 podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Ian. And today's episode, we are going to actually talk about Green Lantern Earth One Volume 2. I know we covered the first volume of this a long time ago. And I always meant to cover Volume 2. I just kind of just got delayed and was like, eh, I'll get to it. And then one night, or this past weekend, I decided to, I was like, you know what, let me just read this, let me knock it out. Because I've actually enjoyed the Earth One stories, in particular the Green Lantern one. And I wanted to kind of continue where we kind of left off, but I'll do a quick recap. So, the so in Green Lantern Earth One, Volume One, you had Hal Jordan, and essentially he comes across a Green Lantern ring, ends up getting himself brought into a bunch of misadventures, ends up meeting Kilowog, and kind of recognizes the. Learn, they learn a little bit about the Power of the Green Lantern ring. It doesn't have a lot because from what they find out is the Manhunters. Now, for who don't know who Manhunters are, they are a group of sentient androids created by the Guardians of the Universe. Which are essentially the Guardians who their main job was when they created the Green Lantern Corps was to cre- pretty much be the justice system be the peacekeepers and the guardians took it upon themselves to become that and they made the green lantern course since you're kind of like best way to put it space cops that was their job and in this though the owens got taken out so of course you have where Kilwag and hal jordan are kind of like well what do we do you know, there Kilowog's been told by his people to never t- bring about or never talk about Green Lantern Ring. Don't bring about the Manhunters upon them. You know, it's it's been kind of a consistent issue for him. Well, throughout that story, how Jordan and how Jordan and Kilowog they end up finding a way to power up the rings again because they find where the power battery is on Oa, and that's being shielded. That the Manhunters decided that to prevent the of more green layers from happening to prevent their rings from becoming more powerful, they would shield away the Owen power battery. So they so even if they had a lantern power battery, they wouldn't be able to get power from it. Plus, no one knew the Green Lantern Oath. So it benefited the Manhunters. Well, how eventually with the help of Arisa and others, after they kind of went through different planets, they kind of found their way to figuring out everything, along with how eventually finding himself back to Earth, talking to Carol Ferris, he found his way to go off and battle the Manhunters. And essentially he managed to get his power back, managed to get all the Green Lanterns their power back, and they managed to turn back the tide on the Manhunters. Now, one of the big things the Manhunters do have that a lot of, that equals them out to Green Lanterns, is they are able to absorb the energy from the Green Lantern rings. Now, they can be still destroyed, but if a Green Lantern is not on their toes and they are not, you know, fully 
aware of the situation, they can easily be taken out. Like Manhunters are very formidable, especially in the Green Lantern mythos. So, from there, that's where, like, you, that's where our story ends. I was French, Hal Jordan and them kind of Green Lanterns. Now they're back. Now they're going to become the Guardians of the Universe. They don't have a leader, but now they, well, their leader is Arisa. Is Arisa. And she becomes their leader, and you start getting more and more green, GLC or the Green Lantern Corps. You have no, like, Owens to really speak to. So, three years pass. This is where Green Lantern Earth 1 Volume 2 starts up. So, with Earth 1 Volume 2, you start off with a couple other extra characters and then a fan favorite character in Jon Stewart. And you have where it's been three years since the previous events. You have where Earth has found out that there's more, you know, space. There's more living beings in space than they thought. That they're not the only sentient beings in the universe. And how Jordan, some people blame him for bringing that about. Not everybody wanted to, you know, build connections with, you know, others out, other alien races and everything like that. And John Stewart and the crew, they are tasked to find Larians. And they're, that's another sentient life, and they're talking to them. They're trying to build a peace treaty with them. While Hal kind of stays around Earth, but Hal also, being Green Lantern Corps, he definitely, he still does his patrols. And, of course, something, of course, has to go wrong. You know, they're trying to prevent a war between Larian and Earth, and all of a sudden, just... A battle ensues. Earth, everyone thinks Earth's about to fire on him. Earth's not. Also, an explosion happens, and all of a sudden, the Larians are mad at Earth, and they're very much of the mindset that Earth did this, but Earth never did. But they had to prove it. But essentially, John Stewart and the group—they're now with the Larians, and the Larians. Morrisley kind of have them caged up for the time being. Just because they're, for them, like they're, they're prisoners of war now. And how Jordan, of course, goes to fly off to Larian to try and be like, hey, no, we didn't do this. I will investigate this, trying to be a bridge of peace between the two. Because Hal's very sure that Earth would never do anything like that. Earth very much... When looking at the files, there was no proof that Earth ever did it. There was just a random explosion and a blast from somebody, but they don't know what. So, upon Hal's way to Larian, he runs across a Yellow Lantern. Now, for people who are fans of the Green Lantern mythos, you know Yellow Lanterns are specifically... <clears throat> they are... Sorry about that. They are essentially the... A very more fear-based and more powerful group that was created by Sinestro, who pretty much got his ring from, I believe it's Ua. It's not Uaxis because Uaxis is Darkseid's lair. It's Quard. That's where he got the Yellow Lantern ring. Essentially, Yellow Lantern ring is vastly more powerful than the Green Lantern ring. Hal, of course, is confronted by this. Yellow Lantern, who's not run by Sinestro, because in the main D 
DC'ton universe, Sinestro does run the Yellow Lantern Corps, which was followed by his daughter. And essentially, he's told by this Yellow Lantern, he's like, you need to go away. Like, you guys have caused enough problems, you're not going to this planet, you're not going to Laria. Like, you better leave. So, of course, Hal ends up kind of like turning back and ends up getting called away by the Yellow Lanterns or by the Green Lanterns. And he talks to Arisa and Kilowog and the others. And you have Sinestro, who's also part of it, who's a Green Lantern, which is definitely an interesting take on what he's doing in particular. So they actually. So people are curious, Gabriel Hardman, who's writing this story, you can tell he has a very good amount of knowledge of the Green Lantern Corps, and giving you good pieces of Green Lantern mythos that it's not the same story told, but he's retooling similar stories that have been told by Jeff Johns and others, but he's doing it, of course, in a new original way, and I'll kind of explain as I'm explaining I'll kind of go over a lot of that. So how long with Arisa who's now the Green Lantern Corps leader, they end up getting contacted by the one of the last remaining Owens. And essentially he asked the Green Lanterns to come to Oa. And he wants them to come to Oa so he can have a conversation with them. He has a conversation with them and tells them you know, you guys should give up the Green Lantern ring, become Yellow Lanterns. I've created the Yellow Lantern power power and power battery from Cord, which is a essentially a separate dimension. Essentially is where he got sent to. He ended up this last Owen ended up going off to another dimension where, where Cord's at to in order to pretty much save himself. And he never really taught anybody how to be a Green Lantern. He offers Hal and Arisa and them how to become Yellow Lanterns. He's like, give up your Green Lantern ring, become Yellow Lanterns. And Hal and them were kind of like, uh, we don't know. We're, we're, we're the space cops here. Like, we're, we're defending Earth. We are, you know, doing what's best. And Hal ends up, Hal along with the rest of the GLC... They, they choose to leave. Now when they're in space, Sinestro confronts them and is like, I think you guys made a big mistake. You guys don't recognize that he's offering us a way to be more powerful than what we were. He's offering us a way to go about, you know, protecting our, our planets. Like He's like, I don't care about the rest of the sectors. I don't care about them. Like I care about my planet. It very much stays in line with what Sinestro has been all about since day one. It's he doesn't really care about the universe as long as it protects his planet. And or I mean, his planet's always gonna be his main goal that he's gonna always protect. Sinestro is an evil person, but he has his own motives and his craziness, and he's a very much more fleshed out crazy villain in the main continuity but Sinestro very much brings out valid points and a lot of people hear it and they're like should we kind of agree with him and Arisa of course being the GLC leader she goes 
yeah, no, we're not agreeing to this. Like, this is this is too convenient. We need to figure out what else is going on. That this just doesn't make sense. You know, we've already got to deal with Earth and how Jordan trying to put Earth as number one. Well, that's not going to happen right now. We're going to push him back a little bit on it. We're going to, in a lot of ways, have where we're not going to let that happen. Like we we each got our own sectors. And we have a manhunter issue that's going on. Now, the big thing that bring that they end up getting their chance. Now, what I meant, I guess I probably should put this first. Perch, when Hal went to go talk to Orisa and them, because they've been constantly bowing the manhunters and they've been making sure they've been stopped. And Earth recognizes along with a lot of other planets. And one of the big reasons why they end up going to Oa where they can where they talk to the last remaining Owen is because the Manhunters were landing there for one last parent that's where they were. And the Owens just decimated them. Like there was nothing left. Like at all. And that's where he made his that's where the last remaining Guardian made his his speech to offer up. And that's why Sinestro is kinda like I want to kind of consider this. this. These guys are very powerful. Like that, this is something that I I potentially need. I need to protect my people, and that's kind of where the divide starts to become to come up. And they end up all end up going their separate ways. Sinestro says, "You guys are idiots. You guys need to follow what I'm telling you." You also have Tomare who ends up or Tomari who ends up going with Sinestro. Kilowog and Hal end up getting into it because Kilowog understands what Sinestro's saying. He's like, you guys are just kind of being pig-headed right now, which is kind of funny if you think about it because if anybody knows what Kilowog looks like, he's a, he's a giant pig, more or less. And he's telling you guys, like, you guys are not trying to see the full view. You guys are just seeing what you guys feel like is right. They're looking at for their earth, their planets, their what best serves them. And if these yellow iron rings are as powerful as they, as we're being shown, we need to join up too. And how and Arisa and pretty much Kilwall all kind of go their own separate ways. How ends up, you know, going back to Earth, and that's where he catches on and sees that there is some footage, or he tries to make his way back to Earth, to where he sees some footage. So this way, he can make one last trip to Lorien to. Pretty much go in and save John Stewart and the people that have been captive, because he knows if he doesn't save them now, they're they're probably going to get killed in this situation. All that's going on, Sinestro, Tomari, and others, and what we're informed of is about twenty five percent of the GLC or the Green Lantern Corps has since decreased and defected to, or begun slowly to change over to Yellow Lantern rings. Because that the Yellow Lanterns are ultimately the top choice. And a lot of people kind of agree with Sinestro. And what the last Owen was telling them. And while Hal's making his trip out, his power ring is somehow loses a lot of power. What you find out is that Ganthet, or not, I don't think it's Ganthet. I'm going to assume it could be Ganthet. But we're just going to still with the last Owen more or less ends up teleporting away the 
green central power battery that was on Oa. Teleports it away. No one knows where it went, anything like that, and it seemingly is destroyed. So a lot of the Green Lanterns are losing power. Whatever power they have left is that's it. And during that, you also find out that the Yellow Lanterns are going to make a systematic attack on any people that are not going to agree with becoming the Yellow Lanterns. They're going to start taking them out. They're going to start taking out Green Lanterns. Because now they're weak, they're easily killable, and they don't have as much to fear from them. So, of course, that assault begins. But while all that's going on, a random Yellow Lantern, who you find out the Yellow Lanterns that are serving in the last Owen, they owe him due to the fact that he helped their people. They're not devoted to his cause for to bring about the domination that he believes in. They're devoted to him because he owes them for saving them. Saving them and their people on cord. And that he owes the Cordians pretty much owe him for that. But this one of the Cordians, who is a yellow lantern, goes in, he ends up saving John Stewart and his group. And goes, I I was the guy. And they acknowledge that it was a yellow lantern that did it. He was like, I was the man, or I was the person that started this battle. I, I no longer agree with what I did. I'm, I'm shameful. I, I need to repent for what happened. You know, this is not, I never agreed to this. This is not what I feel like is what I should be doing. And he ends up just leaving. He ends up leaving the, the Elanor course and gives his ring over to John Stewart and the group. Now, John Stewart does not initially get the group, get the ring. Another one does. And she she does very well with it, but she doesn't really take full advantage of it. She she doesn't have the the mental stability, which is something that the Green Lantern Corps has brought up. Is you have the mental stability and the ability to overcome fear or bring about great fear, depending upon the ring you have. And it's a lot of mental focus to keep a lot of the constructs up. Ability to fly to do a lot with the Green Lantern ring. That's that's the biggest thing. That's why not everybody can wield one, because it takes an intense amount of mental focus and fortitude in order to use it. And while while after the whole central power battery's been teleported away or seemingly destroyed, Hal has pretty much has to make one last ditch effort to make go to Lark. To make it to Oa. He's like, you know what? If I can get there, I can take out this Owen. Like, I have to do something. Well, on his way, he launches himself off with his power battery. Because he looks at that's his, his fastest way. He's only got four hours left of energy. That's it. And he's nearing the end. And that's when, pretty much, 3.75 3. hours later. Pretty or three and a half, whichever one you want to go with. Or three... Three hours and 45 minutes later, he pretty much done. There's nothing else. Like he, the, the last stage effort he made, it kind of failed. And he gets lucky enough to get found by John Stewart and his group. And they more or less, they save him. They're like, hey, we, we know who you are. You're, you're Harold Jordan. Because they don't call him Hal. They call him Harold. They should call him Hal, but it is what it is. And... They, they manage to get him back to life. They get him back with some oxygen. They get him some water so he's able to come back. And they make one last 
plan to go after Oa. Because they realize the guardian that's there, they realize he could never destroy the power battery because the Manhunters could never destroy it. They just simply blocked it. So what the Guardian ended up doing was teleporting the central power battery over to Cord. And that, that's what his ship really has. So they make one last trip. They ended up going back to Carol Ferris, getting one of their experimental spaceships that essentially is what was quote-unquote the reason that the Lorians were attacked was because this experimental spaceship and they're trying to be like, well, Earth's really a group of liars. That they, they're not being truthful. They have weapons of mass destruction. And that they're the ones that cause this pain. That they, they secretly have a lot more power. When that's just not true. So how and them get that ship and they fly off towards Oa for one last battle. Now during this, Sinestro's kind of been... He has now become a Yellow Lantern along with Tomari. And they're pretty much being asked to start decimating the Green Lantern Corps. Start just taking over the universe. And Arisa and them start just seeing their Green Lantern Corps numbers start dropping dramatically. Besides the ones that left, they, the Yellow Lanterns start just killing off fellow Green Lanterns. Start killing off Green Lanterns. Pretty much starting the, more the Sinestro Corps War to a point. Or perhaps the yellow versus green lantern wars, if whichever way you want to go with it. And throughout the battles, they have to kind of overcome what's kind of going on. And they they manage to during this, no you don't know who who lives and who dies throughout this battle. So Hal and John and the rest of his group, they manage to get to Oa and the last Owen manages to teleport his ship above to kind of mess them up. And then when doing so, teleports Hal into his ship. So he can, he's like, I see you were the strongest of the Green Lanterns. Like, you're the guy that you, you want me dead. It's like, that's not how this is going to go down. Hal tries to fight him. John ends up getting brought out into battle because he's trying to protect the ship. That's been damaged. He ends up having to battle two Yellow Lanterns. And it's a cool instance of kind of seeing kind of like a tale of just different things going on. Hal, of course, doesn't have a Green Lantern ring because his power doesn't work. And he's battling it out with this last Owen. And this Owen's just showing him, like, your power's nowhere near what it needs to be to beat me. Like, you've got nothing to, like, really do anything against me with. And, of course... I mean, the last one's not wrong. But Hal has to get smart. He's got to think. I mean, that's the one thing that Hal Jordan was always known for is he's not the most conventional guy. You know, he, he's the guy you... Best way I want to put it, he's like Maverick from Top Gun. That's essentially Hal Jordan, how he's been written nowadays. He does what has to be done, doesn't think twice, and just goes for it. And Hal ends up hurting the Owen and ends up setting the ship or a ship up to pretty much implode because it's going to be trapped within this dimensional rift. So this way, it, you know, not only the Owen dies, but the ship will go 
and hopefully potentially can bring back the Greenland power battery. And that's what he's kind of hoping for. Hal manages to try and get out because he feels the power from the Green Lantern battery when he gets teleported to Cord. And that's what he's hoping is going to change, is that the Green Lantern power battery goes back to Oa. This way they can be, you know, have their power again. Well, kind of find out that Arisa and others of the, uh, Arisa and other, you know, yellow, or fellow Green Lanterns, they managed to get yellow rings and they turned it around. They they made the yellow they made the yellow lantern core their the new GLC, the new Green Lantern core. And they start taking out anybody who's you know really trying to kill them off. And they they turn everything around and now they're more or less gonna become the new peacekeepers of Earth. And seemingly when Hal tries to get away, Hal is seemingly destroyed with the rest of, with the Owen, the ship, and what was ever left of the Green Lantern Corps. Essentially is what everyone sees. And it becomes very interesting. Because it ends in a very different spot. Because now you have, you finally get your John Stewart, but it's not John Stewart Green Lantern, it's a John Stewart Yellow Lantern. And I thought that was kind of like a, a cool differentiating point for them. And I thought that, Gabriel Hardman did a great job of kind of shifting that a little bit. You know, normally, you know, John Stewart would never really become a Yellow Lantern. Now he has become other Lanterns. But this kind of played well within what Gabriel Hardman was trying to do with the story. Trying to tell something different. And making the Yellow Lanterns the new Guardians of the, the new Green Lantern Corps. Which, I think is a cool idea. Now you have... Remember, now you have the original, whatever the remaining members of the GLC, now they're Yellow Lanterns, they found ways to overcome what was going on, get the rings, turn the battle back their way. They no longer have Manhunters to really deal with, or there are very few left. And then at the end, you pans over to this other dimension. And you find out that how Jordan is alive, that... Quarians are still kind of getting attacked a little bit, but now how more or less he is the last Green Lantern. And they call him more or less kind of like, I think it's like Savior or whatever, and he's like, for the last time, it's not Savior, it's like, it's Green Lantern. And I thought it was just a cool story. That's kind of how it ends. Is It was a cool story covering a bunch of different arcs, but at the same time... It gives you a chance to where there's potential for you know how it's going to come back, and you've already everyone got the fan favorite John Stewart out, so you got the top two Green Lanterns. And it's going to be very interesting to see if Hal comes back to Earth, if they're just going to let him stay dead, or what adventures he's going to have, because we're all going to assume that at some point they're going to have more adventures between the two, and how they're really going to reconcile the Green Lantern Corps. And and the Yellow Lantern Corps kind of teaming up and seemingly what they're going to really kind of do. Even though majority of the Yellow Lantern Corps now is the Green Lantern Corps, if they're going to try and bring back the Green Lantern Corps, what they're really going to do with them. So I thought it ended in a very interesting way for the book. I think Gabriel Hardman has a good amount of story he can really 
play with, and have some fun with at the end of the day. I think that's going to be, for me, something I'm very curious about see Volume 3. So, I definitely say this is a good book to read if you've read the first one or if you're looking for something different. And besides looking for mainline continuity, definitely the DC Earth 1 books. Like, you have Batman, Superman, Teen Titans, Wonder Woman, and now Green Lantern. They were supposed to do a Flash book. They have yet to do it. But they're slowly but surely cranking these books out. But when these books come out, they don't they come out as one solid story. So instead of buying multiple issues, you're buying like a hardcover graphic novel. Essentially. They have one whole story they're trying to tell. And I think it's a cool idea. I think it still works. And I think that for fans of this type, especially if you're looking for like a solid story to just read from beginning to end. Like, that's what you're looking for. Then I think this is a good alternative for you. Now, with that being said, I think it's a good one. I think it's a good story to read. The artwork's good. I think it stayed extremely consistent. Writing is consistent. I think they knock it out the park with what they're able to do. And I, I definitely think that it, it's worth the read, at least in my opinion. So, I think I'm going to close this one out. As always, you guys can listen to me on Anchor or any of the other you know, podcasts, but primarily I do record on Anchor. That's kind of where I, where my podcasting goes from. But uh, you can always find me, on, find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Nerd Stuff with Ian. Uh, email at nerdstuffwithian at gmail.com. And then last but certainly not least, you guys can also find me on Comics Amino. But, you know, there's the usual place you guys can find me. And, uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoy this and have a great day. Like, share, subscribe. Later.